commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. From the grand center of the galaxy, I'm Greg Skondak, and you're listening to Core World News, your holiday show in the coverage of the latest stories from around the galaxy. Welcome to a special holiday ranking the Star Wars films. Your host, Ben, Greg, and Adam. All right, thanks so much, Grex. Yeah. And uh, yeah, welcome everyone to another week of Core World News. Um, we're having some fun here. We're, we're a little bit in between content, patiently awaiting uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Um, but, you know, it's the end of the year. This is when we'd usually get a feature film. We don't have one. Um, don't worry. And, It'll only be another two years. As probably. Maybe. Maybe. If um, we're lucky. If we're lucky. Right. So it's been a minute since we've ranked our films. Um, so we thought we'd do that. Let's think back on feature films past and their delightful uh, arrivals and where they stand in your current, you know, mind's so, eye. Should we, should we go around and just share our one in a circle? I think, but I think we start bottom up, right? Yeah, let's go bottom. Yeah, bottom up. Let's huh? Go eleven. Just yeah. Go. So there's yeah. eleven feature films. Yeah. Right. And the the nine Sky, Skywalker Saga and then Solo and Rogue One. The thing I always like to say is don't forget, these are just kind of like literally we just spent like five minutes just banging these out with like, what what are we feeling right now? Like right now, what's in our minds? And also like we all love every Star Wars movie. So even our number 11, we still love. Indeed. And, you know, I, I will say onto that, like, I just can't, you know, I can't be like, I can't put these in historical context because it's not no. fair to me. It'll always sort of be release order for historical context because i think all these films gain gravitas importance with time as the expanded universe sort of feeds into these films and makes them better and time goes on and all that so yeah like for me i'm just going on like okay right now you um can watch any film you want right now and like rank them in in like what film you'd want to see like yeah five minutes from now yeah it's popcorn exactly. it's hot you know, the, you know, TV is yep. ready. The surround yeah. sound is on. What are you doing? And the way I did it, it was like, literally, that's the first one. And then I was like, well, what if that first one wasn't available and didn't work? You know, well, I right. guess I'll watch this one instead. Right. Um, Adam, do you want to start alphabetical? Uh, sure. Start uh, at the bottom. Start at the bottom. My number 11. Here. Uh, yeah, there you go. Is uh, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that, Adam? Because that is, in my opinion, the Star Wars movie that is trying too hard <laughs> sometimes. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I was actually talking with a friend uh, this weekend about, and we'll talk about another of the prequel movies, because I went, oh, that's my least favorite Star Wars movie. And they, he looked at me like, how? How is that your least favorite? It has the best yeah. lightsaber fight. And I'm like, it really does. Like, that lightsaber fight is amazing. And yeah. it has the cry line, like, you are my brother. Like that line gets me every time. Again, these are all great movies at the same time. Like, I don't know. Oh, well, I, I like so many of the disparate parts of this movie. That I'm not a huge a fan of how it's. Yes, of course. I, I, I just oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan on on how everything comes together. Yeah. So start with prequel memes is rolling in their grave. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What? I mean, again, not that they're fun, dead. How dare you? It is a fun movie. It's just I I feel like I get the least out of it when I watch it sometimes. I'm watching it to get to 
this scene. I'm watching it to get to that scene as opposed to watching it as a whole. Generally, that's my feelings about Revenge of the Sith. Wow. Yeah. Grant, do you want to go next or do you want to go last? I'll go next because I'm I'm rearranging my order and I'm also putting Revenge of the Sith of the 11th spot. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to with Adam here. Oh, you were my brother, Anakin. Over the time, it's... It's a little too indulgent, honestly. Yeah. It feels... <laughs> It doesn't. It there's a lot that it's not earned. The fall and then Obi Wan and Anakin's relationship and Padme and like what's going on. Like it's just. I feel like more. We need more time with those characters. I also feel like it's Lucas giving in a little bit to some of the cultural, some of the criticism surrounding the first two, where I feel like, and we'll but, talk about this. But they're just samurai bit. films. Like they're just. Yeah. Yeah, so it's. But he's like, fine. oh, do you like me now? Oh, you don't want to hear? You don't want to see Jar Jar at all? So fine. Yeah. He literally gets told shut up. Like I feel like there's a lot of it yeah. where, where Attack of the Clones we'll talk about later, surprisingly later for me, where I feel like that was his boast. Like, no, no, I'm still doing this movie the way I want to do it, as opposed to Revenge of the Sith. Like, okay, fine, I'll do it the way you want to do it. Right. Okay. All right. Um. Ben. So mine, my number eleven is Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> I think we need to officially make Jason part of this podcast because like we need really some new blood funny. or something if we're all agreeing about this. But I, I will add new comments <laughs> to it. It doesn't really have much to do about like the filmmaking at all, even though, yes, you know, I do think it was reactionary and that always makes me sad when Lucasfilm does that. Like, just make good movies. You make good movies. Just make good movies. You have the best people making movies. Just make them. You know, you don't need to react to the like dregs of the Internet. Um, but it's just viscerally tough for me to watch. And so it's, it's the hardest stars film for me to watch the, and, and I mean, I guess this is a little bit of filmmaking, but there, there's a lot of mental gymnastics that has to be made to sort of reconcile Anakin's fall to, um, to Darth Vader. Yeah. And it, you know, like we've gone through it. It does make sense. I truly think he actually fell to the dark side in attack of the clones, Agreed. You know, it, like it was there and, and it, it makes sense. I'm not, I'm not trying to rip on them for it, but it's just it's it's a tough watch. Yeah. It's um, also not very joyous and nor should it no. be. It is yeah, the most depressing of any of the Star Wars films. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, you're number 10, Adam. Uh, this is where I mean, good job acting, guys. I thought you were really shocked at my at my number 10 <laughs> and my number 11. I think you're going to be actively shocked at my number 10. <clears throat> Rogue One. Oh, oh, that's shocking. What's yeah, wrong that's with you? Truly shocking. I, again, I I would really, really. This that's is hard. Horror one, dude. That's that plot is terrifying. It's 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 hard. This is a hard movie for me to do this to because I, I again I really like it. I really like it. Just something about it has always just not connected with me at the same level it's connected with others. I don't dislike it. I just feel like, um. Like certain segments are really strong. Others, it's it's one of the few Star Wars movies to me that actively drags at times. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just my own thought. That's my own opinion. Um, but again, there's so much to love in that film, but just doesn't 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 do it for me at times. Right on. Uh, I, yeah. Love the characters in that movie. It just felt whim- musical. Felt like kind of like very hopeful and whimsical, like a theme park sounding musical. Yeah. I think it could have been a little grittier. Like it could yeah. have been more of a saving part ride. So you're 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 taking away points, Grant, on musical score. Not just musical score, but just the overall vibe. Of like yeah, the it, it 
it, totally. to me, it almost went like halfway there at times. So it feels like it, sometimes it just kind of it, it's it, it starts flirting and then steps back, you know, real, real, real quick. There's heart. There's a lot of heart in that movie. And like it's, it's one of the, it's one of the best acted. One of the best acted. <laughs> Yeah, so well great characters. I mean, K2SO is one of the best characters in Star Wars history. Like, so, so much. Is, this is your 10? Yeah, this is my number 10. 10. Number 10. Okay. Out of 11. Ben, I think I overlap with you on 10. Oh, yeah. What do you guys got? Should we say it together? One, yeah. two, three. The, the Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Of Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean, I've defended this to the grave, and I like it more every day. Yeah, uh, my main reason is very simple. I just watched it like yeah. I, I just watched it. So like um, and I I mean, there's something to be said where like that. So at one point, that was my number one. Right. Like, because that's what I that's the movie I wanted to watch. And we've been talking about it a ton the past month, um, how it, it is standing up and it, it's it's getting more rich as we get more content around it. But yeah, I just watched it and um, it's lovely, but it doesn't have that thing where I'm like, I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. I mine's higher, uh, and we'll get to it. We'll get to it, but I'll I'll say my piece now uh, of why mine's a little higher than yours. Um, I think I told you I watched this recently. I watched this while my my wife, who uh, was fully vaccinated, was 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 in isolation for for COVID, um, and so I was I was solo parenting my daughter. And uh, after like five days of that, I'm like, I gotta put something on the TV, so I put on. Like we're like trying to do no screens, and eventually I'm like, oh, okay. I just got to put so I got to put something on. So I put Rise of Skywalker on in the background while I'm like chasing a 15 month old, 16 month old around the house, and I don't know. That's like kind of the perfect way to watch that movie. Like, I, I, it it really boosted it for me. I think it's situational, right? But that's why I'm liking it more right now than I was say two months ago. Grant, why that, was it your ten? Uh, it was my ten because I. It just felt too, too fast paced. It could have been longer. We could have developed out um, Ben Solo's return. Like we could have gotten a tiny bit more with that character. And in terms of screen time and getting there, we got there pretty quickly as well. So yep. there was a lot that could have been, that we, we could have explored further in that. Yep. I get that, man. You know, I'm yeah. a wannabe artist. I like to make music and like, you know, I have a project that's just me and like what I want to do is like no fat, just like just the things that make me happy all the time. And like, I wish they sort of and like Mustafar, had the time I didn't even feel this. like that was Mustafar in the beginning. Right. Like, I was it wasn't. Like, exactly. Whoa, I was taken out immediately. Right. I was like, Musa, if, if, if Vader's castle was in the background, that would have been a major. They decided moment. that was Mustafar in the ancillary material after that show was picture locked. Yeah. I mean, that's my headcanon, too. We'll never yeah. really know. But like. It, yeah, it's too bad. Like, yeah, there was a lot of like they had a lot of amazing beats in that movie that were a lot of fun. And really in the second two thirds of it, it's really fun movie. Yeah. Um, And they did a lot of things well. But I just yeah, like everything you just said, Grant, it was like it was too fast um, yeah. and and too short. And um, yeah. And yeah, they, they missed like they had a lot of great material there that they just didn't have the time to flesh out or really like analyze and be like, this is the sweet stuff. This is the this is the meat and this is the fat. And like, let's, yeah. let's really make this a, a, a joyous, fun ride. It was yeah. a lot of labor involved in that. Film. It was a lot, especially at the beginning of that film. But I will just say to me, 
the the rise of Ben Solo post is is some of the best Star Wars in Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Right. And maybe it's maybe it's perfect because he doesn't speak, and maybe it's perfect because it's so brief. Yeah. You know, but but it's also it, my favorite it's, part of the it movie. It sweats. So. It sweats a lot to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, Adam, you're nine. Uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, perfectly enjoyable. Um, uh, we have defended Jar Jar a lot on this podcast. I, 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 I think Jar Jar is a, is a, is a good character. Um, I still find him annoying <laughs> a lot. Wow. I have to say it's So it, I, there's a lot I love about this, about, about the show, about the movie, but there's some things and I, and I, you know, I think we've, we've litigated this in the culture enough that I don't need to add back onto it, but it's enough that some of the things, some of the weaknesses that people have said is enough to make me get sh- knocked off from it. But, but the strengths are, are so strong in that film that it's still, it's still good, but there's certain things that I'm just like, yeah, this movie sometimes annoys me to a way that other star Wars movies don't annoy me. I'm looking at your old ranking here, Adam. Yeah. Uh, from 2020 so two years ago so it's been two yeah. years since we've done this ranking um, yeah and uh so it, it moved up a spot so it's it getting did. Back. it did <laughs> I, I well or rogue one's getting worse but but uh no i think i think actually i think it is getting better i think i think i think that's what happened i think that piggyback that jumped over rogue one um or jumped up because i do think it is i do enjoy it more than i used to does that make sense like the, the yeah. things i enjoy about it shine more than the things that i dislike about it so definitely that's true by the way any movement you I see mean, i'm not talking you're not talking about the like the, the light speed skipping and then no we're, we're talking about phantom dialogue menace. And phantom the, somehow the emperor returned oh yeah Fa- no, phantom, phantom menace. menace but i'm saying and then this one it's the fast cutting where it's like it, it's it's i think a lot of people don't like that that fast cutting I... phantom menace I weirdly, I don't know. I'm okay with it for some reason. I, I've I've gotten okay with that, with that kind of the editing at the very end where you're jumping between those three stories, uh, three stories or four. I, I've never had a problem with that. that That's always no. bothered. Never. Had yeah. It. It, I thought it made it really fast paced, and um, I, I don't know. I never had a problem. To, with that. to me, my issue with that movie is the directing of certain actors. Really? Like, I, yeah. I feel like. Liam Neeson and yeah, uh, Natalie <laughs> key, Portman and Queen Amidala are like it's it's so perfect. cool to see the, yeah yeah the keyword perfect yeah yeah well I, incredible mm, the keyword is the keyword is certain <laughs> yeah certain actors I mean, uh, even Jar Jar Banks like say what you will but like he did a thing and like he established a character that's indelible in people's minds and will always be that character for the rest of time and you know the way it was established like. I don't know. I thought I thought Ahmad Best did a fantastic job with that character. Yeah, I mean, he did the best he could with the directing. Like you want to, yeah, like, this is say this like is... the character should have been different. Okay, like, but I don't know. It was I, a, it was a I, unique yeah. character they created. I as well say I'm not putting it on the actors. I also think Jake Lloyd. If you see his screen tests for Anakin, were amazing, really great. I yeah. I I'm not quite sure what happened between screen test and screen but you know it's it's you have what you have you know it's it's fine again again i'm just talking about the critiques because we're at the bottom third 
of the list right now, right? But right. happily, happily watch the Phantom Menace right now. This is a title. I think that Phantom Menace has a lot of what the spirit of Star Wars is, and I think they absolutely. Have, I've, I've listed my my, my ranking has this one theme, but it's all about just how much mm. the original spirit of the Star yeah. Wars. Still I like in the films. I, like I think that. Phantom Menace has a lot I, of that DNA of that's interesting because I have the opposite. Yeah, if I was going. More. If I was going about that ranking, it would be higher too. I'm just going by what I would want to watch right now. But I think if you're right in terms of like how Star Wars-y is the Star Wars, then yeah, I think The Phantom Menace is, is much higher. Yeah, I mean, it established a whole new era in a beautiful, interesting, yeah. Lucasian way. There's a lot of wonder in that film. Yeah. And there's a lot of, yeah. Right. There'll be more right. time to defend all these things, right? Like yeah, we, yeah. We're all, we have them in different places. Yeah. Uh, Grant, what do you got for nine? I have Solo for nine. Um, we've just I been talking about Solo. how you need to watch Wait, this movie. I love these movies. I know, I know. Yeah. I love Jason. Solo. Watch Solo for him. Um, I just the, the mall <laughs> reveal at the end. I wish it wasn't. Yeah. Mall. I almost wish Hero was maybe just takes over at the end or something. I don't yeah. Know. She could have just taken over at the end, like taking on Dryden, <laughs> and now she's the boss. A hundred percent. That would have been stronger. That would have moved that up probably one space in my in my ranking. Um, I I only dislike that part because you two whine about it so much. Honestly, <laughs> like it's a connective <laughs> tissue that leads like makes the galaxy larger. Granted, it brings back a character that you don't love that he's there in the first place. Understandable. I love the acting. I, I love um, Donald Glover. I love um, I love uh, uh, Woody Harrelson's an American treasure. Woody Harrelson. He's great. Yep, Tobias Beckett, the most Star Wars name you've ever heard. Uh, but but I love that character. But but here's the thing. Again, I won't relitigate. I I don't necessarily have a problem that Darth Maul is in that movie. I'm sorry, just Maul is in that movie. I have a problem that he has to turn on his lightsaber. Spoilers. If you haven't seen Solo. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Jason. I know, Jason. Shh, ear earmuffs. <laughs> um, right on. All right, okay. number nine for me is The Force Awakens. Oh, uh, interesting. It it just listen. I love this. Wow. Movie. I love this movie, but people look um, at that fondly. I know it's been listen, it's so fun and it's an introduction to characters that I will always love. Like, you know, Daisy Ridley did a great job, you know, yeah. Vega and like they're they're all fantastic and, and I wanna see more of these characters and this like the first third of this is a fantastic movie, but it's yeah. such a like God, and this is other people probably creeping into my brain again. I mean, there was I was crying when I saw this movie for the first time because I the tears of joy. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially like you know the way they introduced the 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 Falcon, but like just now after seeing it a bunch of times, like it's just it's a new hope. Re, you know, remixed slightly. Yeah, remixed slightly. I kind of like that it was so. like um, Force Santeca, Max von Sydow in the hut. Oh, Lord um, Santeca is probably the coolest. I had a lot of seconds. theories and I was speculating right away. I was like, this is so fascinating. It felt like a larger world. Okay. Yeah. And it, the dialogue was really perfect, too. It felt, felt very Shakespearean in the beginning. It, it wasn't. It, it really took the, the tone of Star Wars like serious. Yeah. Again, first third of the movie is amazing. But then the last two thirds, like the second. That's, third, it has a strong opening. It has yeah. a really strong opening. I mean, yeah. so I I'm just what spoil. JJ's best at, right? Yeah. But then it's like then by the end, it's like another Death Star. Like, a, yeah. I mean, I know. So this is my number. This is my number eight. So that's why I'm going to talk about it now. So it's really close, Ben, 
on yeah. my list too. It, it really just piggybacked over uh, or jumped over uh, Phantom Menace. I agree with all that. I think I think there's Ben Grant and I have talked about before. There's one too many camp scenes, quote unquote camp campfire fire scenes in yeah. in the movie for me. And but there's also some of the most Star Wars moments, like the moment when Ray pulls that lightsaber to her. Yeah. I still get chills. And I remember being oh. in the theater and feeling like that was the most Star Wars experience I've ever had in a theater because I didn't see the original trilogy in the theater, right? Like that that to me like I still remember that experience. And like yeah. everything Ray in that film to me is amazing. Like watching this this the, the opening scene on Jakku with her is so just masterful. Right. I do also remember sitting Mixed in the with theater. The, sound, the score, the original score is perfect. Yeah. The like scavenger oh, score so good. in a Star Destroyer. Yeah. Like, so good. Yeah. No, there's iconic moments. Oh, yeah. It's movie. brilliant. At the same time, I remember sitting in the theater and going, wait, he put the plans for something in a droid and the droid is running away. Like, I remember literally five minutes in that movie going across a desert. Yeah. Wait, are we just doing it? And then and then you're like, oh, no, we're getting away from it. Like, it's fine. That was just a weird, like, oh, there's a little nod. And then suddenly there's, like, a Death Star again, right? So I add that same thought where I'm like, okay, well, and then at the end, I'm like, I got it. You got to, like, reset this whole thing. You got to remind everyone what Star Wars is, and it did a perfect job of doing that. I think it honestly drops down a little bit because of the two movies that came after it. Does that make sense? Like, I yeah. feel like that's a weird thing where, yep. like, if, if the trilogy did something else, and everything was more interconnected in a way it might have been as high but i feel like because of whatever it's it's hard not mm -hmm. to judge it against the movies that came after it even though those two movies are like higher drag it down a little bit a or... little bit weirdly even though the other two movies are higher curious yeah all right um Doing my eighth yeah my eighth. eighth yeah yeah my eighth is my new eighth is attack of the clones all right i'm well, putting it where i actually think it should be is eight <laughs> Wait, would you remember like four podcasts ago when we were ready to fight any other podcast yeah. to tell them how awesome okay. Attack of the Clones is? And I do have the uh, the like not recorded part of the podcast where we're just like glowing about uh, Attack of the Clones for like 15 minutes. It's it's the one I want to watch. Like whenever I see it, it's just yeah. It's the one I mullet Obi-Wan. Yeah. yeah, Mullet Obi-Wan is the best Obi-Wan. Um, yeah, I mean, you can always you tack that tack that segment onto the back of this one, so yeah. there might need to be some editing involved, right? Um, but yeah, attack the clones just because I think some of the acting is rough and the story also moves at a kind of um, like serendipitous the serendipitous events happen where it just feels convenient and yeah, for sure, I don't know, very theatrical, um, yeah, dramatic. Uh, and beating overhead, beating you over the head with this sort of tone. And like, yes, happening. I agree with all of that. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah, my number eight, I think we can all can agree, is a little contrived. Uh, it's trite. Uh, it does a lot of things wrong. It's uh, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Wait, wait. <laughs> that okay? All right, that is officially going to be the most shocking thing tonight. <laughs> That's I have to leave. That's unbelievable. I'm kidding. I just it, it it didn't crack my top seven. I was just like, there's other movies I want to watch before. I, I've watched right. Empire a All bajillion right. times. I adore it. I'm pretty sure it was number one on my last list. Yeah, because it's effing okay. amazing. 
um and in probably the most perfect star wars movie in my mind but like i'm just like i've watched it a billion times so and so universally praised you're too cool for it no no so like so this is what we're talking about before grant like how you're like i want the most like core like star wars thing for me like right now i want the most like fresh new like Mm -hmm. star wars takes like the most like non-lucasian like the most like i don't know something something else like a different sort of thing and and so i yeah i mean yeah i mean a new hope and empire strikes back are part of my skin like they just yeah i know them backwards and forwards and i want something fresh i totally Um, get that and as a kid and i I hope this doesn't come across as the wrong way but just thinking back to like as a kid like i i appreciated empire but as a kid, I always be like, nope, either A New Hope or Jedi, right? Like, that's what I wanted to watch all the time over and over again, because Empire Strikes Back is an amazing film, but it's probably the most film film of any of the Star Wars movies. Hmm. Meaning that, like, it, it's there, like, it takes its time. There's not as much swashbuckling, you know, as the first yeah. one. It It is... Except it, for that asteroid chase. Actually, it has yeah. my favorite lightsaber fight in all of the films. It's beautifully shot. That lightsaber yeah. scene That's is why amazing. I watched it. I actually yeah. choose to watch it. I am... Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, it's much, much higher. I don't mind moving past but I, get I, I, I will sometimes just cut right to Bespin. Mm. Yes. Wow. Sometimes yeah. just to watch that stuff just over and over and over again. Yeah. So that's what I do. That's... Wow. Wow, that's great. I right. love that take. Seven. Right. Uh, uh, this will be quick. My is Rise of Skywalker. I think we've already talked enough about Rise of Skywalker. It's weirdly slightly higher for me than Force Awakens right now. I think because the newness factor. And I think because of I get I get chills of Force Awakens. There is like 20 minutes straight of Rise of Skywalker where I actively just start crying. And like crying. Yeah. Like yeah. the second Chewie, the, the Chewie said that all of his pets are dead. Is right. the moment where I just start losing it in that film. Yeah. It's a lot of tears. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That's probably part of it for me, too. Yeah. Uh, Grant, what do you got for your seven? My seven is The Force Awakens. All right. Okay. We're all kind of... Because I think it's Shakespearean, and I think it's, uh, you know, like, we get the death of Han Solo. That's a pretty big deal, given yep. his yep. legacy. And it felt like when Luke died, it was like, oh, well, Han died, so it like wasn't as impactful. Like Han died first, it was kind of like this major thing in the canon, you know. So yeah, yeah, it was and that scene so well acted, oh, and so the echo good. of it in Rise I, of Skywalker. Weirdly, yeah. why I think Rise of Skywalker jumped up because of the echo, right? But like Force Awakens had to set it up, <laughs> right? Yep, right. Um, yeah, the Ben when he yells. Oh, 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 man. Yeah, especially if your name happens to be Ben. Yeah. He's like, Ben! You're like, what? What did I do? That's me. But yeah, because you don't know his name until he says it. No. Just like, oh. And it just like, just puts a stake through your heart. I mean, you guys are talking me into how amazing this movie is. Like, there are iconic Star Wars moments. Like, yeah. I can we've named like 12 right now of like yeah. just iconic Star Wars moments that are unique. When uh, this film. Kylo catches the bolt like in the beginning. Oh, yeah. 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 Amazing. But it's just it's layered on top of a New Hope remix. Yeah. That's to be always down. Like there's and so many stunt elements. work where the stormtroopers are just like like being thrown being around. Blast around. Yeah. 
It's great. Oh, yeah. When he's like, what girl? Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> great lines in that movie. It's true. Yeah. There's so many. Oh, there are so many. He, listen, he did a great job. It, 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 it was a, it was a and proper and, reboot. Uh, I thought John Boyega and Daisy really had incredible chemistry in that movie. I thought so that good. was the story. Their interaction in yeah. the outpost is one of my favorite scenes. Like, I just love the, when you stop yeah. grabbing my hand. Yeah. This is such a great it's moment. A it's so good. Yeah. And Maz Kanata. I just like, like the ship yeah. maintenance. Yeah. Again, these are awesome movies. These are all awesome movies. Yeah. Uh, it's are, funny, though. Like, are we on six? Yeah. Uh, Wait, no, no my, you, my seven, right? Yeah, but your uh, seven is... Is Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace, okay. Um, which I adore this movie, but it just happened to tumble. Mm. I think yeah. probably because I've seen it recently, but I um, I love this movie. It's so. great. Yeah, there's so much good stuff. I think there's certain things on my end that just won't ever get it above the bottom third, but I don't know. You never know. Also, I have I a child. Last one. Yeah, for you. Yeah. I also will say, like, I... I have a no, child now. Same spot. Same spot. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I start watching this with a kid. You know, that might be enough. That knocks it up, right? I, right. We'll see. we'll see. We'll give it some years. Uh, number six for me, like right in, right in the middle spot. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones <laughs> is my midpoint Star Wars movie, which I think is exactly where it, where it lands and exists because I I love this movie. And I was trying to, this is what I was playing to my, my friend over the weekend. It's like, I love this movie in a non-ironic way because it's really easy to love the irony of it. But I think it is just like, it is the wackiest Star Wars movie. Yeah. There are trying things. And I really do love the idea of, of, of Lucas being like, okay. So the first one I made kind of like, I'm trying to redo. I'm trying to like the Phantom Mass. I'm trying to like get the Star Wars feeling again. I'm trying to get it. Okay, no one liked that, which is not true, but I feel like that's kind of how he felt. Like, he just felt such that wave of negativity that I feel like the Attack of the Clones is a grudge movie in some ways. Where it's just like, fine, I'm doing what I want to do, not what I think you want me to do or what I want to do. Like, what like I am doing the movie that I want to make. So I'm going to make a noir film. And there's gonna be there's gonna be gray aliens, and you're gonna see a, 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 a like 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 all these things they just throwing in there, and I just love it. Like I just there's so much great things in there, so many great dialogues. I mean, it is to me the best use of Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan so far. Like I love Obi Wan in that film. I love that character. So that's where I'm at. Obi Wan in that one because he's, yeah. he's being the bad dad that Grant has mentioned yeah so yeah yeah i mean he's no, actually older brother. Just, uh, older brother yeah uh, yeah older brother figure i mean he's an older brother but like you know he yeah. is yeah bad older brother i suppose but, um I, I i personally think that this is my own head canon there's no truth to this whatsoever right but I, I think lucas pretty much had the first two episodes fleshed out in his head yeah. And he didn't start getting reactionary till it's uh, Revenge of the Sith. And and then yeah. that's when he started really changing things. Cause it was like the first one, he's like, okay, that was a weird reaction. Here's a second one. And like I adored Attack of the Clones when it came out, but that was when I feel like the like antipathy and like those these, you know, the troll voice, mm. collective hive mind troll voice of the internet started influencing yeah. Lucasfilm. 
yeah. again, which is a, a crime because yeah. we should not listen to those voices. Um, but uh, yeah, that that's when I think it started moving. But yeah. I, you know, it, it's it's a daring, exciting, fun movie that that it's fresh and with yeah. new ideas and and new spaces and and yeah. I I really think I think we get like 30 years down the line and we do like a reevaluation of all these films. I think that movie's going to going to really get up there in a way that people don't realize. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like middling, but up there. <laughs> right. Uh, Grant, what you got for your number six? Rogue One. Rogue One's at the all right, right in the middle. All right. Um, I I love this movie. I think it has it's some of the movie. best uh, starfighter combat. Just yeah. Complete. Fleet mm, assault, yeah, you know, yeah, footage that battle's that great. I've ever seen. Right, love, love everything, just like jumping, you know, uh, dropping out of hyperspace. Looks great. Um, love the X-wing fighters. Love the the final third act, just the set piece there. Love that the Death Star is kind of the ominous, like super weapon. Right, and then it's like introduced. It. Yeah, and Tarkin, just like the the fact that. They recreated Peter Cushing. It's, yeah. It's really a Death Star yeah. origin story, right? Yeah. Truly. Yeah. It's like an Oppenheimer story, but yeah. Yes. Cool, like Shakespearean, like daughter story. I Boss, know. It, daughter. It's a triumph. I'll I'll talk about it later. Much later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love this. I feel like Rogue One's gonna have the biggest spread in terms oh. of like R3. Yes. I'll, I'll watch yeah. the movie right. I I totally would. I would absolutely right. Watch that right now. Yeah. yeah. All right. First, I'd be checking my phone at certain points, but it's fine. Whatever. Moving on. Oof. Oof. Um. All right. Mine will be super quick. Six for me is Attack of the Clones. Also. So. All right. Oh, we, I love we it. Yeah. We do. I love it. Yes. Um. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm like winning the internet over one person at a time to move <laughs> this, to to. Our re, we need a, a cultural reevaluation of Attack of the Clones. Um. All right, I think. I, oh no, because I was gonna say I think we hit our first original trilogy, but I forgot Ben put Empire Strikes Back so low on yeah, his um, eight. Yeah. Eight. Uh, my number five is Return of the Jedi. Um, I, I, this is my movie when I was a kid. I will watch the jab, <laughs> the Jabba scene. I almost said the Jabba scene. I don't know where that's coming from. The Jabba, Jabba <laughs> the Jabba scene. Any day of the week, the first third of that movie Jabba is so good. Too. I think what happened is when I heard the idea that basically they didn't know whether or not they would be able to get Harrison Ford back. And so they wrote the script kind of, we could go either way with this, that the second, the, the second, you know, and the, the, the second half of that movie really starts to show that, Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Han doesn't do much of anything in that film. Do you know what I mean? Like he's just, well, I mean, there. he's the entire MacGuffin of the first third of the movie. He is. And then and then it's just like and then he's just there. Right. And so so I think that and, and that's not really a bad thing, but it's just one of the things where I'm like, I can't unsee that sometimes when I watch that movie. And so sometimes I, I end up dissecting that the, the second half of that movie a little bit. But I, there's so much great stuff. I mean, the 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 Anakin Vader or not Anakin, the the um the Luke Vader Emperor stuff is some of the best stuff in all yeah, of them. Yeah, like a, it's a lot of, so a lot good. of other Star Wars films have been uh mimicked that's that setup basically yeah with the throne room scene i mean uh, it's so good again it's it's on the top the half first, of my film, it's just but... that's it's just iconic yeah i think you just it's just it's just a weird 
the 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 middle part of that film i kind of just you know okay yeah. for, for watching it but the, the beginning and the end of that movie are, are just so good amazing all right uh what you got grant for five five for me is the the phantom menace nice okay so uh, we're seeing these sort of middling yeah i think it has an incredible amount of spirit uh like the, it the really does star wars spirit that hopeful kind of that spirit unites everyone I, I i really think it's an incredible piece of work yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we've covered a lot of it it's certainly fits up there right like this is in the top half for you it's i don't know it's just it's a fun ride it's like welcome to a new era of star wars and i think it was introduced beautifully and uh it's it's you know it travels and shows you so many new locales and really just expands yeah, it but had the perfect plot of intrigue it was like there's a phantom a dark side of presence right yeah yeah sith has returned and, it was the right. first like the right it was kind of the announcement the sith returned yeah perfect mall right like mall yeah. not saying a lot just being menacing and beautiful and like terrifying yeah and what i'll say is every time i watch that film i'm always like oh wait we're already here like it, it moves so fast and not not in the way that Rise of Skywalker does where it's like you get whiplash, but just in terms of it just moves. Right. And there's very little downtime or wasted moments in that film. Yeah. There's just so and the music's incredible. I think. Yeah. It's the, oh, it's I still remember John Williams score for fantasy. Oh, listening to that. To Duel of the Fates is like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's certainly up there with. Uh, but I just the, love Qui Gon and Obi. Imperial March. That's all I want is a, a movie about the Master Apprentice. Like that's mm-hmm. to me, yeah, that's I like I don't want to see someone searching for the Sensei. I want to find. I want to see a, a movie about right a longtime Master and Apprentice with like a developed relationship. Well, that's and, how they and maybe rap. that's yeah, and maybe that's why the the second and third in that sequel suffer a little bit is because we were we were treated to that. You know, right. master and apprentice relationship, and we we never got to see that with Obi Wan and Anakin, really. I mean, you did though. Like, I mean, yeah, you did. Obi Wan taught Anakin in almost every scene. But it's it's, it's like, like this, but not this calamity of errors, right? Like yeah, like most of those movies, it's just like impossible to train Anakin because he's just like unruly and impulsive and like nuts. But like you have this. Class but then you see Obi Wan in Phantom Menace be like. Oh, I, I I understand, Master. Like I I must do better. So like he like Obi Wan right. understands he must. Learn. Right, exactly. As opposed to the first time we're introduced to Anakin and Obi Wan, Anakin already feels overwhelmed by his father figure. Like it's constantly. I guess, going, I, guess I, I know. Like I'm measure. sorry. I'm trying. I suck. Yeah, I get it. Gentlemanly, gentile. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is this is a complicated thing to really put on the screen. It and is it, tough. It, it look, yeah. it's weird. That movie is weird in the beginning, where it's like they yeah. land on the droid. Oh, it's cringy. Go in a room. No, I like the beginning of that movie. The beginning yeah. of the movie is incredible. No, but I mean, Phantom it's intentionally Menace. cringy. Like Anakin is a cringy character. You don't want to like, you know, he's like a angsty teenager oh. with way too much power. Oh yeah, I think you guys are talking about later movies. in the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking about. Sorry, I was. I skipped to yeah. attack. You're talking about Attack of Clones, and, and Grant was talking yeah. about uh, Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh, so you're saying that Phantom Menace is weird? Because I was just thinking. No, he was saying it was good. Anyway, you guys it's are. My, you guys it's are. It's my great. number five. But yeah, it's. I like, yeah. I like it. Uh, uh, I like it just because it's. It's feels like new structure. Like this. 
these two Jedi uh, helping uh, a queen. Right. Nice. What's your, Ben, what's your number five? Uh, it's Solo. Solo. And um, I mean, maybe it would be higher. I, I just feel like this is a movie that you could always watch. Like if you're yeah. just like, I want to be in the Star Wars galaxy. This is a beautiful one. It, it's a grittier film, but it takes you through the periphery, the like fun periphery of the galaxy. And it, you feel like you're in it. You're, you know, on the shoulder of one of the most iconic characters in Star Wars lore. Um, you get to see Chewbacca. Amelia um, Clark's Kira is astounding. Yeah. It's just like it's a really fun adventure that it it, it like it reminds me of like Skyfall, like 007 mm. Skyfall, which is my favorite. Um, the train 7. heist is incredible. Right. Oh, yeah, it's like a 007 movie, like I think to me. And like, yeah, it's just super fun. It stands alone. It's always a good watch. So um, and I haven't watched it in a minute. So, um, yeah, I want to check it out. I, I, I similarly when I'm just scrolling through Disney Plus or doing something else, I, and I'm in the Star Wars thing, I'm always just like solo. Like maybe now, like like yeah. like where I'm it's like maybe I'll just put it on. Like I just it's just so much fun. Yeah. Um. All right. Four. Uh, Last Jedi, which has dropped a bit uh, on my on my list. Uh, I think it was number two last time I did it. Still love it. It's great. I I, I just I don't have a lot to say about it. Like I think it's a masterpiece. I think I think the only reason why it drops a little bit is again similar to what happened with Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. It's all part of this one trilogy, right? And and yeah. it's it's hard not to judge it with what came before and after it. And so it, it feels disjointed in a way that Empire doesn't. <clears throat> and I think that's why it drops a little bit, even though I love it as its own film. Fair. Well, it's four for me as well, just because, again, <laughs> my list is based on the spirit of Star Wars, and I feel like it, more than any other film, repeats kind of like that spirit of like the initial sort of mm -hmm. A New Hope and Empire. Cool. Four yeah. for me is uh, A New Hope. Nice. Um, which, uh, I obviously, this is the movie, right? Um, and I adore it, but it's the one I've seen the most. And, uh, you know, I've seen it into the ground. And it started everything, and it, it's just like great. I've just seen it into the ground. Like I, I know every line, I know yeah. every scene, I know everything that's going on with it. And still, it's four. Like you'd right. think it would be the most yeah. movie for someone yeah. to watch. Um, sure. But it, it, it actually the reason it's four is because of number three. But I'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, uh, you know who we are? Top three. Yeah, top three. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Um, Again, I think it is it is the best Star Wars movie if you're if you're measuring it like objectively in terms of all of the mechanics of, of filmmaking. Um, and it's just so enjoyable. Like, I just love it. I mean, the introduction of Lando is amazing. I, I, I it's it's I mean, it's hard to talk about this movie, right? Because it's just so good. Like, I just it's great. Um, the reason why it's not number one is because it it is slower than most Star Wars movies when you actually set it up against the other movies and 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 a good reason why but you know what I mean like it's 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 got some it's got some it takes its time it takes its time yeah which I appreciate that, but that's what's kind of cool about it though. like yeah if, if, what does it go to like three places four places or something yeah but like the I don't know the the transition the like getting from one place to another is so there's so much tension around each yeah. maneuver 
that um it adds gravity to the place they have this beautiful long set you know yeah. times on these interesting locales they take their times there and then they go, you know, and yeah. then they're, you know, in space and then they're in like a space battle and then they're on Bespin, which is the right. exact antithesis of. Um, and then you have someone training. Oh. Like, I, that's the other thing that really speaks right. to the strength right. is that, like, you have two separate plot lines going on at once, which is masterful storytelling. But one of those plot lines seems to move a lot faster than the other one. Yeah. But you don't question it. Like, you only question it when you're really just when you host a podcast, you sit there and you start nitpicking everything apart right, <laughs> right. like right. to your friends i saw that movie dozens upon dozens of times without ever going like wait he got trained while they were flying their you know through a space worm in a battle and then ended up you know what i mean like it just never occurs to you and that's just because it's 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 just scripted so well it's just it's just such a great and directed it, so it, well. it also introduces like the force in like a tangible yeah. way. Yes. Like yeah. Yep. For the saber and yeah, it adds the all of that stuff is born yeah. there. And then yeah. Irving Kirshner is directing these performances from oh, all, yeah. all the actors. Uh, yeah. Um, it's just the in the Yoda, obviously. And yeah. That yeah. Really, so you had to you had to believe Yoda. that magic. You had to you had to just take that as what it was, just a puppet and an actor. Yeah. Yeah. And as a kid, selling you, you the galaxy. It. Yeah. 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 And they did. It was just pure magic. Yeah. What's three for you, Grant? I'm I'm, I'm trying to think of what you... Return I... of the Jedi, obviously. Okay. I think Return of the Jedi is one of the greatest achievements in, in cinema. I just love yeah. that. Yeah. I, I know. Think. Is it just for uh, the last scene, or is it for more of it? Uh, I just the... think tonally at the start, and then I think... Um, I think just some of the Luke Vader stuff and the growth there and then the, the final uh, confrontation. And just I just think Luke and I think Vader's awakening is like the complete opposite of Revenge of the Sith. It's this sort of yeah. slow burn where he's just simmering and like kind of ruminating on what Luke is saying to him. Yeah. It's like changing him. Yeah. It's pretty wild. To it's see so it. good. It's also like the weirdest, grossest Star Wars movie. That movie is gross. Yeah. Like Jabba's Palace and everything that's happening in it is yeah. gross. And I love it. And it's just, yeah. it's it's so weird. And there's like, it introduces. It keeps gross in Star Wars. It's yeah. Gross in Star Wars. That's like what's part it's of the true. best fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's but, like light horror elements going on in that film at the beginning, the first third of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, first, the first third of that movie is actually like just quite gruesome and yeah. dark and Luke is kind of dark and you, you see that he look, it almost looks like he's, like he's dipping to the dark side. Yeah. yeah. I would have loved to also uh, Mark Hamill's performance just highlights. Oh, so uh, yeah. Uh, whatever he was doing there, I almost thought that was going to continue in like the sequel, uh, whatever. Kind yeah. Of, like, blissful monk kind of thing. Whatever he was doing, was like, yeah, he really felt Perfect. detached from almost yeah. everything. I mean, that Vader Luke, catwalk scene or or just the 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 um the loading the atat -AT loading scene i just oh, yeah i love that i think of that scene all the time it rips your heart out that's the yeah. scene with like vader like holding his lightsaber and yeah wow all right i mean there's what could have been going through vader's head like it, it looks like it's obi-wan saber you mm -hmm. know it's not right vader saber it's not anakin saber he like he patterned it. It's it's almost identical to Obi Wan. Yeah. Um, and you know he sort of sees 
what happens. He's seen history happen there, but like his son is so like in tune with him and he sees the light side of him. And it's like, it's so it's like Vader is dealing with all the demons he had with Obi-Wan and his son simultaneously. It's a, it's a huge, huge scene. Yeah. Uh, more story to be told there. Like the comics are now going to be talking about all this. Um, I haven't dipped in, and we're we're trying to wait till the end of arcs to do this stuff. But um, you know that that Vader series continues on. So yeah, we're slowly moving closer to closer closer to Jedi. Yeah, to return to Jedi. Jedi. Period. So um, there's yeah. more to be told there, and like Vader's journey is. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's coming to a close as far as like the behind the scenes. What's I mean, happening? There. Once this series ends, theoretically, that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. You told all the stories. This will lead yeah. you up to Return of the Jedi, and that's the end of Vader's story. I think you also saw the, the Imperial Guard in this movie. Like, yeah. Return of the Jedi. Oh. As a kid. Yeah. Whoa. Who are those guys? What are they Good doing? call out, dude. Good call out. They were the illest, man. Imperial Guard with those pikes and, like, the red suits. You're like, yeah. they don't, don't look like they look threatening, but it's like, what could they really and do? And the lightsaber like, fight in Return of the Jedi felt, oh. like, menacing. And, like, they're chasing each other yeah. in the shadows. And yeah. They're fighting Vader, which is, like, the Terminator. It's, it's kind of terrible. Yeah. Right. And just, and the weirdos following the... <laughs> following oh, yeah. yeah those are first, like, Yub Tashu. Yeah. yeah you, like, a quick glance at those. Is there the more like, there, too? Maybe. I don't, no, I don't think so. It's definitely, no, it's definitely, yeah, Tashi. And, uh, uh, yeah. Ben, what's your uh, number three? Uh, three for me is Rogue One. Nice. And the, the reason for me is I, it's, so it, it's a perfect balance between old and new. It's like, it it's a mirror. The art of it is that yeah. it, it's the, like, inverse mirror of a new hope and that's why a new hope is for because i don't think i could watch rogue one mm-hmm. and then launch a new hope right after it mm-hmm. um it's really hard for me to do that but um it's it's got this glistening sheen of newness to it and freshness and um you know mickelson does like an amazing job as galen urso and it's just like it, it's just so how artfully they in beautifully acted colors beautifully acted film yeah yeah right and it's just like how they came from like okay you're a farmer that doesn't want to leave the farm you know and then we get to the farmer that wants to leave the farm and it's like just like going you know on black sand instead of white sand and it's just like all those like colors and emotions and how it's drawing you into it and it's like no we're going to defeat you from within and um, and then in, in, in crescendos, like we, we have all that like good buildup from the, the, uh, rebellion and we start seeing early rebellion and like how they're flawed in their ways and how troubled they are at that point. So the, which adds gravitas, like all of this adds more gravitas to, um, a new hope. Yeah. And, uh, true. Very and, true. and by the time you get to the, I mean, the third act, it's, it's unparalleled action in star Wars. It's yeah. I mean, all that, and then, you know, leading up to Darth Vader um, in the hallway, his hallway scene, which <laughs> has now become like this, this now created a, you know, a trope. Like, yeah, there's a Skywalker scene. legacy. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the hallway scene, like who can wreck more shop in a, in a, <laughs> in an always. Yeah, scene. turns out the same. I always love that movie. Yeah. It just, it just, it fills me with a, a fresh sense of glee always. So that's my three. Um, my number two is solo. 
wow. it's, it's it's really skyrocketed up. I I really love Solo. I I, I think it it is. The reason why it's not number one. You're making one. me want to watch Solo right now. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Every time I hear Solo, I want to watch Solo. Does that make sense? Like, I'm just like, I ever think about it. I want to watch it. And yeah. there are very I few scenes that, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. There's very few scenes where I would walk by and go, oh, it's that scene. I'm fine. Right. You know what I mean? Like, most scenes I walk by and it would catch me and I would sit down and watch it. Yeah, like um, the Minbon scene. Yeah, is yeah. incredible. Yeah, that, that entire like campaign, the Imperial campaign, like slogging yeah. through the it, mud. That is that is iconic. It's also Perfect impressive. Solo. To I me, do wish they like fit in the cadet stuff because I think there was deleted scenes. With him, I think there was too. Yeah. Academy. I uh, I'm for. Wait, a... what is the planet where the Imperial Academy is? <sighs> because of the C, I think. Oh, like from Cardia. the comics? Like yeah. Cardia, Cardella. I don't know. But I I will say, like, for a movie that completely goes against what my headcanon of Han was. Carita. <laughs> Carita. Like, that, that's what amazes me. Like, that to me has never been who I thought Han was. And for it to do it in a way that I'm like, oh, it totally made me reconsider Han's backstory in a way that I'm like, oh, I think this is his backstory now. Like, I, I see Han running through four, five, and six, and my mind slots in right. what happened in Solo in a way that just I don't really question it. It's super early, man. This is like Han Solo, like, leaving high school and going into college, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, so think about yourself, like, leaving yeah. high school and going into whatever the next phase of your life is. It's yeah. like... I still have that, plenty of time to is, get disenchanted. Right. It's a, it, There are seeds there of who you're going to be. Yep. But it's like, it takes a lot of melding and, and yeah. um, smelting to get you to where you are as an adult. It's also, yeah. like, a, it's also a traumatic kind of, like, exodus. It's, yeah, uh, and losing your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, I know. Uh, great. Val shouldn't have died in solo. That's why I ranked it a little lower. No, I agree. There's certain things that don't work, as we talked about already, and I feel like there's certain things where I just kind of go, eh, okay. Like you could, you could feel the troubled production pop pop in a couple times with certain things. Um, Grant, what's your number two? Unpredictable, guys. It's in order at this point. Yes. Of course, episode five, The Empire <laughs> Strikes Back. Again, nice. uh, I think best director of all time. Yeah, I think just agreed. The best dialogue in any of the films. Uh, Yoda is instantly the most iconic kind of Jedi sage uh, character. Everything else that he says in most of the other films, there's a lot of plot-driven stuff in the prequels and then the Last Jedi makes great use of Yoda, but mm-hmm. just, I don't think anything is really um, compared to the his scenes in Empire. I mean, there uh, there there are lines that are so iconic. It's people prime quote, Yoda, yeah, and people quote it without realizing they're quoting a Star Wars movie. Like that's right. how that, right? then, that's how important those lines are. Uh, obviously, the Luke and Vader fight is my favorite Star Wars fight. It's so good of all yeah. time. Yeah, and I rank yeah. Phantom Menace pretty high because I love lightsaber fights yeah that checks out so and i put empire pretty high as well just because of the i think just the cinematography and the 
dialogue, the blocking, and then the inevitable like drawing of the saber. Like oh, I yeah. really like when that's drawn out, and I really like when the sabers ignite and there's like real conflict. Like then it's character yeah. development during the fight. Like I love that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. much char- that was like the most character development you could ever put in a fight scene ever. Period. Well, right. No, it's that's a really good point. Like, it is right. it is the most character? Yeah, it is. It is character like, development through a wait, fight, which is yeah. great. Right. I mean, he took what he saw in Kurosawa and actually improved upon it, which is like a triumph. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You, you can't beat Empire Man. It's kind of perfect. Um. I love that. Just that scene. Particularly, yeah. like Hoth is. Some of the Han and Leia stuff is just like tough to watch, and then Hoth I'll skip past now and again. Yeah, and Han's just—I mean, Hoth's just so beautiful. It's it like, is beautiful. The sets are stunning. I mean, and the, like the the walkers, the ATATs, just feel so menacing, and like it's you know it feels so real, and they're creeping, and they're on you, and it's just like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was, I mean, we've, been, we've been talking about how we watched them into the ground, though. Yeah, <laughs> I, but that's the problem. Is like we yeah. watched them. I have too. I'm just. Yeah. I you watch, watch them. them into the ground that so much that you forget about how spectacular and game changing right. they are. Again, like the the thing I always I, again, it's nothing new. We we've talked about it. Everyone's talked about it. But the fact that you open your second movie with the big space battle or the first big set piece first. Right. Like that's it. Like like your your first big bat your big battle in that entire movie really is at the beginning. Right. Right. <laughs> which that's is like the big that's the Star Wars. That's it. Right that's there. the Star Wars at the beginning. Which which again, we know it, but you when you stop and think about it for a second, that's that's just gutsy for a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Yeah. I love the beginning of that film where the they launched the Imperials launched the droid. Yes. Yeah. That it's is so our start to a movie. Yeah. You get a you get like a, a monster at the beginning of that yeah, film. That's so great. What a fantastic start to a Star Wars film. Yeah, yeah. You can't beat that's that's honestly it's just because of course you do a starship like flyby. Of course you do yeah, like, there's really cool things you could do. But like the idea of just like a giant cruiser firing off a probe yeah. is like such a like yeah. almost like Arthur C. Clarke like kind of like Right. P- perhaps the greatest sequel of all time. And I mean, I think that's what was key, you know, what cemented what Star Wars was like, you know, Star Wars was a very iconic movie that just changed the whole paradigm of movie making. Right. And then, you know, but the fact that he followed it up in an interesting way, like that's what cemented like, no, this is a galaxy. This is a new phenomenon. This is a new entry into everything you've ever known about sci fi and or fantasy and or anything else like that's what did it. Like they just followed up with perfection. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Ben? What's your number two? Uh, my number two is return of the Jedi. Nice. Um, which nice. is, uh, a, my biggest riser. Uh, it was number nine on uh, two years ago. Uh, but I'm pretty sure Grant, you talked me into this one. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And that's, that's pretty much it. I was just like, yep, you know, it's great. Um, and, uh, who is, who's the writer of trust? Terry, um, Oh, Trevor, Trevor, no, uh, Terry, Chris um, Terrio, Chris, Chris Terrio. Terrio. Sorry, no. No, I just remember sorry. Terry for some reason, Chris Terrio. But yeah. like, this was his, you know, <laughs> his favorite movie, and like, that's what went into Tross, and so like, that's what's been in my head canon a lot. And, um, 
Yeah, and I mean, especially and here we go, looking down the uh, barrel of uh, uh, Book of Boba Fett. It's going to be, it's you know, we're going to see immediate after effects of Return of the Jedi, and so yeah, it's just high on my list of of movies that I want to watch again um, and check it. it. It's it's a fun romp um, through all these through all these things. I feel like if I did this list more often, this would be the movie that would shift around the most. Right. Right. Because Which, I do have such a soft spot for it. And if you catch me on the right day, I'm like, yeah, it's my number two. Also, like it is so watchable. Right. Yeah. Right. OK, uh, let's do ones. Let's do the yeah. number ones. It's just weird. Uh, I like it, to talk about big swings. It's just oh, yeah. strange. It's a weird strange. Movie. Movie. It's such a weird. It's such a beautiful way. Um, uh, number one for me is A New Hope. Um, it's really simple. It's, it's why Solo was number two. <laughs> this is number one because there's literally there's not a scene I would walk by and keep walking. Okay. Um, I, I, I just think it's, 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 it's not it's just like compelling. it's first. It's so tight. It's so compelling. If, if, if it's on TV, I just don't turn the channel. Like, like, like right. I just, I have to watch it every time I see it. And, and it still ignites that feeling in me that I still remember. Like, it's just, it's, it's just, again, it's, it's a cliche to say the number, the first one is the, is the number one, but it just is for me. It just, it's just always will, scratch that itch that i want it's uh it's my one as well yeah yeah yeah. join in on that that, uh, celebration uh it it's scene for scene like you're saying adam like scene for like every scene is good i'm thinking back now like yeah you know just the the early origins of luke the the droids oh not even before that leia vader yeah you know uh and then the cantina scene with Han, and then the scene with the 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 combat droid, the 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 uh, training droid. Yeah, with, right. with Luke, the remote. Uh, I could draw you the logo on the side of his blast favorite. shield helmet right now if you guys want. <laughs> uh, I, I love that film. Yeah, me too. I mean, come on. And there's just nothing I would change about it. I mean, it really, like, I just right. I yeah. love whiny Luke. I think that as much as it's so easy to make fun of whiny Luke, that is that character. That character yeah. is whiny and should be whiny. I mean, to quote Obi-Wan Kenobi, that's why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That whole movie. That's why we're it's here. true. All right, Ben, we know yours isn't a new hope. You ruined it. What is yours? Yeah. Um, have you any of you done the math yet on what mine? No, I am so bad at this. I was trying it's to figure it out. It's the last Jedi. Correct. This is the Last Jedi. Oh, it's wow. Last Jedi. Wow, wow, wow. So I, I just bought this new TV. It's really ah. big. It has really nice, you know, metrics and whatnot. And I can't wait. I just have been feeling this pang for The Last Jedi, man. I just like. Yeah. It's it it it's like I, the most visually striking film yeah. to me. It, it really is. It, like, so I just want to see undeniable. it. What's yeah. that? That's undeniable. Right. It really right. is the best visual. Yeah. I mean, there's flaws. There's flaws in all the movies, but like it's yeah, it's just like the way they use blacks and reds and whites and um in it it is it's fresh. It'll always be a fresh movie. Like it, the departure, which may have been its biggest flaw, like the way that they sort of went through, you know two directors instead of three directors instead of one director like you know however you want to do it but i i that i love it i love that 
and I want to see more of that in Star Wars. I want to see more departures. You know, subtle. Yep. It's got to. You know, it still needs to maintain. I love the, the pillars, the tree right? and the whispering in Octu and the Force yeah. stuff on Octu and yeah, Luke, yeah. Yoda. And it's just the Holdo maneuver, like the Snoke and Kylo scene. Yeah, it's like in order of things I love. Yeah, it's amazing, and I will say that that. It's it's a solid Star Wars movie, meaning like I know I know it got a lot of like discussion as like it doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie. And my response back to that is always like, no, no, it's just not the Star Wars movie you thought you were going to get. Right. But, but when that's you, why when, it's great. But when you tie it up to the like, for example, the pillars, it hits every single pillar yeah. that we've established. It is really solidly a Star Wars movie. Not only does it hit it, it it like it dances around the point of it and talks about it from different angles and it's yeah. so yeah. interrogative of what it means to be a Jedi, what it means to use the force. Yeah. And, and then we'll... democratizes it and says it doesn't belong to the Jedi. And, and then yeah. the larger galaxy is now you now start to understand that the force is elusive and it's everywhere and it's all of us. And it's uh and that's that's kind of what it is at the end of the, the trilogy. Yeah, that's true. Right is it's everyone comes together right yeah 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 for all those reasons it's um yeah it's my number one i i love that we all had such differing opinions because all it did was when you all had w- ones on your list that were higher than mine it made me wish i had mo- i'd raised those ones up on my list does that make <laughs> sense like yeah. you, you you all won your arguments every time yours would be higher I'm like oh, this is a better film than i put it on it should have been number 10 <laughs> Right. That's list. why we do this, right? Yeah. Shout out to me only stuff. only comes a little lower just because I I I needed to see like lightsaber on lightsaber. Mm. Yeah. Like yeah. acrobatics or something. I don't know. Long, well, yeah. Like, I mean love yeah. that throne room fight though. But throne. I know what you mean. Yeah, the throne room. Like mono mono, but like yeah, maybe after the throne room, a fight through the supremacy or something. Oh my gosh. Supremacy is the biggest ship they have that yeah. I think I've seen. It has docking stations on its wings for Star Destroyers. It's like wow. you can't even understand the scale of that in the movie. It's There's no way to like represent it on a film to show how huge that starship is. Um, unless you see it in the in some of the things. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and it also does some of the things that Rogue One does where it's like he... he um, Ryan Johnson really calls back and echoes to the the original trilogy in a lot of very direct ways. It doesn't feel like when you're watching it, and that's what the artistry is of it. I mean, down to the Yoda of currents and like, or just the R two okay. scene with Luke and the message. Yeah, the yeah. Oh, it's true. Yeah. So good. Uh, when that's that happened, true. I was like, oh, was everyone choking up at that point when like the theater was? Mm-hmm. How was how was everyone doing at that point? I was like, <laughs> no one in this theater is okay after that. I mean, I, I left. The like theater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I left yeah. the theater feeling like I was on the best. I just left the best roller coaster of my life, and I was okay. thrilled about it. And then I immediately looked at my phone and was like, oh, is everyone loving this? And like, you know, which is kind of a stupid thing to do, which is goes against everything I, I like stand for. And everyone was hating it, and I was just like, "Oh man!" Like, wow. I just uh, like it just made me be like, "Nope, kidding. love what you love, you know, like do your thing," because you know, I just I loved it, and you can't deny that first experience, you know, that's what it's all about. But um, but Star Wars does have a you know an 
element of time and and attachment and it is, I think some people just get center. annoyed by the chase and the survivorless bureaucracy like on the ships and stuff. Yeah, sure. And then Canto Bite. I think that's just the main if I was looking to pick that movie apart, then sure. I that would have been yeah. things like that I did. But I that's just not and then Poe and then like Poe kind of yeah, feels like he's just it's so arrogant he's so blind it's just it's weirdly inorganic sometimes like what is why can't he just right. relax just of like, t- everyone sit down and talk i don't know i always thought of like poe as original trilogy and sort of like the mentality like he was the physical instantiation of like you know the 70s and the 80s and then like lord you know uh, uh lord dern is like the instantiation of like the new age and sort of their relationship was this transfer of like, well, that's the difference between the OT and the sequel trilogy. Like now we under th- understand things a different way. And it's just like the heroes don't always win. And um, and just like, you know, white men jumping into a cockpit can't win the battle at the end of the day. It takes real diplomacy and like all this, you know, she that was the transfer of like just like pure hero. How old is Poe though? He didn't humble himself or like understand have good values as a human being. Oh yeah, I mean, there's a million ways to tell that story where he's like a better character. I, I just think that's what in my head, Kane, and that's what yeah. Lucas and um, I, Ryan Johnson were thinking. There it was just like uh, that. Is Poe as old as like Rain? Um, Older, I think. No, I think he's more like Han Solo age sort okay. of guy. He's there. Han he's Solo. in his mid thirties, I think in that film so i i guess my whole thing with poe is that the, he's not a strategist he he's a he's a he's a flyboy he's a fighter pilot i mean we see that in the force awakens like his strategy is to let's all get in our x-wing and blow this thing up somehow right. <laughs> somehow right yeah. but i mean that's how they won the original trilogy right like that was the the methodology and how the first trilogy operated but, Here's the difference is no, like, no, like Han didn't figure out. No one figured out how to blow up the Death Star in the first movie. I mean, the pilots didn't figure it out. It was the analysts. It was right. the scientists. It was the command staff who put it together. Right. Then briefed everyone and said, go. And that's only that's who Poe is. Poe is the person who goes, who follows yeah. that. That right. He's he's the, the tack dog. Well, one sick. scene that does happen in that film is that. The. The. Uh, the bridge of the resistance cruiser explodes and leg it's like mobs through the space yeah and that happens in you're watching this in the theater it's yeah spectacular yeah. it's like boom and then she like flies out into space it's sucked out into space and, yeah straight straight into the, the midst of this the, uh firefight this attacking fleet and then um She's just like floating there in slow motion. And it just reminded me of like the Hulk on re-entry to like Earth or like Superman <laughs> yeah. and Steel. Yeah. And I was like, does this, yeah. does this have to be in Star Wars? I would take Leia doing anything with the Force like at all. Like almost honestly, like maybe working on that Jedi stuff earlier if this was a coherent, like a cohesive trilogy. Well, right? I right. but there's if not, then that... do more general stuff. But like, right. But it did. It served a, a basic purpose of establishing that Leia uses the Force. I mean, it was. It was. It was. It was meant to be a surprise. It was, I mean, it was meant to be a shock. To to be like, right. oh yeah, oh she does use. But the Force, doesn't right? it feel engineered in that sense as well? Because you're like, whoa, like this is happening so like abruptly almost. 
I don't know. I so the way it worked for me, thinking about it, seeing it live is, oh, she's dead. Yeah, me too. Right, like, like I was like, they that's killed it. Leia. They killed her. They killed her. That's it. They killed because, Han. Now they're because they killed Leia. Yeah. How can they get her out of this? She can't get out of this because my brain never thought she could use the Force. Because of course she can, but I just because we don't see it, right? Because it's been thirty-five years. Like I, it just that's why it was just like. But then there's a scene moment. where like she has to get in the door, but like the door they don't open the door. I'm like, open the door, and then when they do open the door, it's they don't get sucked out. The physics. That yeah, scene. It, it was an airlock. Grant just okay. math, yada yada yeah. science. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it had the force fields that we see in all the Star Wars things that you can't. Yeah. Oh, it was a ray shield. It was yeah, a ray shield. Ray shield. Open from one side, something. It was a beautiful something. scene. I love that scene. I'm <laughs> just saying, when I first saw it, it evoked superhero films to me. Yeah. A lot of people had super problems with that scene. Yeah. That was one of the like the, the biggest like criticized scenes. Um, but I, I, again, I want superhero stuff. For, there, so. I, want, I want to see Leia, like, I don't know, like move something with the Force, do something with telekinesis or something awesome. But. I just didn't want to. It's like that set that seemed like flying basically and like Matrix or something. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's yeah. hard. Star Mary Wars Poppins, I think Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins, yeah, yeah, was cutting. Yeah, it feels thing like is, flying, and I don't want to see Jedi like floating around, flying around, right? It's so hard because from, from a physics like, standpoint, she is a Jedi, basically. We learned, I mean, from a physics standpoint, and here's here's where Ryan Johnson sometimes gets himself into a corner a little bit because he's very referential of other things right and what he was referring to was luke pulling the lightsaber because in physics you're outside in the vacuum she pulled something but because the thing that she's pulling is solid she pulled herself to it right so it's no different than what luke did in the cave in empire but that's really hard to show (laughs) In a movie, right. you know, and it doesn't make it look like she's flying through space. Like I just thought, movie. Event Horizon, and I was terrified because <laughs> you don't want to get sucked out of space. Yeah, no, ever. Good. Yeah. Not no, great. No. Yeah. Ever. Anyway. Well, I so this is this is what we can do all day is if we find yeah. a movie hard science second. stuff. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. My dad always told me he was like, Star Wars does not have good science. It's not science fiction, it's fantasy. I'll argue yeah. that. He would end. always watch it and be like, some that's scenes, bad science. Some scenes that's can pointedly science. paint, pointedly, you know, be, like, explore the hard science. Yeah. You know? right. And but, other scenes can be, like, gloss over it. Hey, not. there's space wizards that can move things with their minds. All right, are we going to talk yeah. about science now? Like, that's <laughs> hardly the point. This is a myth. This is myth. modern mythology. Um. I hope everyone enjoyed this uh, little journey we all took together, re- reviewing all these feature films that we may yeah. have another one of for two years or three years. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I did. That was really fun. It was good Me to too. think about them again. Um, it's that time of year where we <sighs> get downtime. We're going to see like all the Star Wars movies on like uh, cable television. They're going to be played again and yeah. um, they're going to watch them. And um, yeah, I now I- want to go watch Solo. Yes. Last yeah. Jedi me too. Rogue One. There yeah. we go. Those three. Sounds great. They're all. Sounds good. That's a party right there. That's my kind of party. Indeed. 
Um, all right. Thanks everyone for listening to us on this, uh, on this journey. Uh, have a fantastic life day holiday and, um, we will talk to you next week. Um, and we will be getting ready for book of Boba Fett. We're going to yeah. primer next week. Um, talking about, you know, all the things you need to think about, uh, going into book of Boba Fett, which is the answer is, um, we don't know anything. Uh, <laughs> it's a complete mystery yeah, and it's sure we'll have so thoughts. fun. Yeah, it's going to be so fun to see um, what they do with it. So it's going to be great. Thanks again for listening. And uh, as always, may the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the force will be with you always.